Did you know that the location of your fat, that is belly fat versus hip and thigh fat, may determine how healthy you are? Here's what you need to know coming up. If you need some help navigating the rocky road of eating well, ooh, that sounds delicious, registered dietitian and nutrition expert Dr. Susan Mitchell makes it easy. Straight Talk About Eating Smart is your go-to source for all things food, fitness, and healthy living. Hi, foodie friends and health seekers. Recent health news indicates that belly fat, even in normal weight people, is more dangerous than fat located in the hips and the thighs. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Mitchell. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm your nutritionist. And every week, my question to you is, how big is your butt? Not that butt, but your butt of excuses that keep you from reaching your health goals. You're a busy mom or dad frustrated that you don't have enough time to do it all, much less spend time taking care of yourself. Well, you don't want to miss the story coming up that my friend Bill shares about his wife. We're talking about our sisters, mothers, grandmothers, best friends, wives, and any other women you care about, including yourself. Do you know the number one cause of death in women? Are you thinking breast cancer? It's actually heart disease. And did you know that women often receive less medical interventions than men to prevent and treat heart disease, such as less cholesterol screening, less use of lipid-lowering medications, less aspirin during a heart attack, and fewer referrals to cardiac rehab? On the flip side, and just as important, is a study reported in the journal Circulation, where women like you were asked whose health is most important to them. Guess how they responded? 56% said someone else's health is most important, their children, spouse, partner, parents. This same study looked at the biggest barriers that prevent women from taking care of their heart health. And this is what some of the women said. There was too much confusion in the media to know what to do. They had family obligations and people to take care of, so no time for themselves. They didn't perceive that they were at risk and they didn't want to change lifestyle or her health care provider didn't say it was important. She was too fearful, too stressed, too complicated, too confused. Does any of that ring a bell with you? But yet mothers who are caregivers, whether it's caregivers of children or parents, this is what they report, increased stress more exhaustion, less time for oneself, and trouble sleeping. Okay, am I calling your name? Are those some of the things that you would tell me as well? So think about this, ladies. You often receive less care for your hearts by the medical community, but at the same time, many of you are telling me you're more concerned about the health of others and are often too busy and too stressed to take care of yourselves. But yet, heart disease is the number one killer of women. So why does it matter? Because heart disease in women is often overlooked with tragic endings. Today, I want you to hear from my really good friend that I call Billy P. We've covered many news stories together, but his story is one I never forget. Billy P., will you share your story? Well, the upshot of the story is that you, it just reinforces that don't think it can't happen to you thing because it happened to me. My wife was a uh, 
undergoing treatment for some uh, herniated discs in her back at the time. And all of the symptoms that she showed, everybody chalked up to, oh, well, that's the back stuff, until my daughter and I happened to find her one day. Thank God we both arrived at the same time. Out At the moment, I thought, well, she's just passed out or something here. But I knew as I had my daughter call 911, she's gone, and I have no idea what happened. Then a couple of days later, when we get the news that it was almost a total occlusion, I couldn't believe it. What? Someone as vital as her was having heart trouble? There was no heart trouble history in her family with either her parents or anybody connected in her family. And yet, here was this slowly growing problem that she had, and it killed her. Wow. And she had not, um, or had she been monitoring um, as closely, or just like we said before, busy doing the things of life, caring for everybody else, and she maybe was not monitoring? kicking the world's butt. And I think, as you described, uh, you know, women, without realizing it, have more on their plate than they probably should. And there's also the thing of, oh, heart disease, that's, that's a man's disease. But I think in their way, and it was, this was certainly the case with my late wife, I think stress played such a major role in her life. She was trying to do it all, and, and I think that was a, a big contributor to, to what uh, took her away from us. And, you know, you said something just then that I want to repeat. She was trying to do it all. And yep. I know myself and many of my girlfriends say the very same thing, that trying to balance home and family and career and do it all, we tend to put ourselves on the back burner and say, okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to the doctor. I'll get to those tests. And I think your message is don't wait. Right, right. And, and as a part of regular medical care, have that kind of thing checked. In her particular case, again, since uh, she was, in fact, that very week going to go see a neurosurgeon who was going to once and for all get in there and see what was going on with her back, you know, again, everybody just thought, well, because I noticed my arm is hurting, my back is killing me, I can't do this, I can't do that, and it was one of those, boy, I can't wait until she gets this taken care of. Well, we know now those things that, that she was showing, the outward signs, or her heart getting ready to give out. Wow. And, you know, people say, well, I don't need to worry about that. I can do that when I get older. And I really think that in today's world, that's just not the case. Stress is so prevalent that Mm -hmm. it's really smart from a young age to learn your numbers, your cholesterol, your blood pressure, your blood glucose, and to be aware of it. And especially with so many free, um, you know, places where they'll be doing it on the weekend, some kind of festival or, you know, health checkup. Right, right. Yeah. And and make that a, a part of your regular care, because I'm sure in her case, had they put her up on the treadmill to do the stress test or or the nuclear thing, they would have said, oh, my God, you're going to the hospital right now. You've got a huge blockage, but it didn't happen, and the world is a sadder place as a result. Thank you so much, because I think that message is a message that, you know, I never forget. I never forget, and I thank you for taking the time. Don't go through what I went through, especially another aspect of why didn't I see that? Why didn't I notice that? I walked around with some guilt for a while that I somehow didn't know what was going on. So don't do that to yourself either. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I have some tips to share that can help you protect the hearts of the women you care about, including you. I'll give them to you right after the break. Don't go anywhere. 
You can find more straight talk about eating smart at susanmitchell.org and at growingbolder.com slash drsusanmitchell. Straight Talk About Eating Smart is sponsored by Growing Boulder, offering you hope, inspiration, and possibility. Now airing on public television and radio stations across the country. Go to growingboldertv.com slash schedule to find where it airs near you. Growing Boulder on TV, radio, online, and in print. Isn't it time you started Growing Boulder? Welcome back. I'm registered dietitian and nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. If you're a regular listener, I'm so glad that you join me every week. And if this is your first time to join in, welcome. Are you a Pinterest fan? I love it. I'm posting a lot of recipes just for you. In fact, this week, I share the pin in my blog for chocolate cherry bread. This is beautiful to look at, and it's wonderfully scrumptious, perfect for a brunch or to take as a gift. But basically, I bake it for breakfast, and then I spread almond butter or peanut butter on it. My family loves it. Don't miss this no excuses quick tip. Studies show that consuming cherries and cherry juice as a regular part of your diet may improve sleep as cherries boost the melatonin level in the body. One small way you can care for yourself is to get more and better sleep. You can follow me on Pinterest as well as my Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter pages from SusanMitchell.org. We're talking about women's heart health. Before the break, my friend Billy P. shared his very personal story. As he said, now is the time. Encourage the women in your lives to care for their hearts. That includes taking time for yourself to do this. These preventive tips will help you improve your health, feel better, live longer, and hopefully avoid medication or take less of it. So tip number one, find out your numbers. This means your cholesterol profile, including triglycerides, HDL, and LDL, your blood pressure, your body mass index, or what's called BMI. And in the blog, I have a calculator that you can click right to and figure that out, blood sugar, and waist circumference. This means, you know, how big are you right around the middle? A recent study found that normal weight heart patients with belly fat have worse survival odds than obese people whose excess pounds are concentrated in their thighs and their buttocks. So now docs are looking beyond just the BMI and they're measuring your waist as well because that belly fat says a lot. I know money's tight. Medical costs are high. I hear you. But you and the health of those you love are much more important. Every week, you can look around and find free health fairs and clinics with opportunities to take advantage of and find out some of these numbers we just talked about. It's true. You can't change your family history, your gender, or your age, for that matter. But you can alter your diet, your exercise and activity level, and whether you smoke or not, and of course, your weight. So tip number two, once you know these numbers, ask yourself, do I have metabolic syndrome? How do you know? Well, according to the Heart Association and the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, you may have metabolic syndrome, which puts you at a greater risk of diabetes, stroke, heart disease, and other vascular issues if you have three or more of the following risk factors. Your waist is greater than 35 inches. That's that waist measurement we just talked about where the belly fat is. Your triglycerides are higher than 150. 
your HDL, which is the protective cholesterol, is less than less than 50. Your blood pressure is higher than 130 over 85. And your fasting blood sugar is higher than 100. So if you're saying, hmm, I've got three of those, then number three, see a healthcare professional. If any of your numbers are abnormal, now is the time to see a health professional. Because remember, high blood pressure is called the silent killer because generally it has no symptoms. But when you lower your blood pressure, you reduce the chance of stroke by 35 to 40 percent, heart attack by 20 percent, and heart failure by 50 percent. And did you know that two out of three people with diabetes die of heart disease? Don't miss this. Women with type 2 diabetes develop heart disease at a much younger age compared to non-diabetic women. So making smart changes in your diet, losing some weight, moving around more can help to prevent or postpone diabetes. So some of my favorite reasons to get out there and move, number one, it controls stress. And while you're exercising, moving around, you boost that protective cholesterol. Remember the HDL? You lower the lousy one, the LDL cholesterol. You bring down your blood pressure. So what are you doing? You're helping to prevent diabetes and heart disease and at the same time protecting your bone health. I can't close without saying, ladies, if you smoke, Did you know you have a two to six times the risk of sudden cardiac death? That's compared to non-smokers. And the risk is even higher if you're a heavy smoker. So if you're around someone who smokes, secondhand smoke increases cardiac risk as well. The good news, when you stop smoking, the health benefits begin immediately. You're busy. I hear you. Your schedule's over full. You're stressed most days, right? But I don't want you to put off taking care of yourself any longer. You, your family, you're worth it. So tell me what you're doing. I want to hear from you. You can post comments on my blog at SusanMitchell.org or my Facebook and Google Plus pages. Tell me what you're up to. Tell me what's working and the changes that you've made. So take care and I'll talk to you next week. Straight Talk About Eating Smart is produced by Dr. Susan Mitchell and Boulder Broadcasting Incorporated. Find past episodes, recipes, and more at SusanMitchell.org and GrowingBoulder.com slash drsusanmitchell and on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. All rights reserved.